Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Coffee. Today is Tuesday, July 9th, and uh, I'm your host, Carter Laren, and I'm joined, as always, by the bad man, Majama, Carrie Smith. Good morning, Say Carter. Hello, world. I'm still here. You are. <laughs> Barely. Thank everyone. Thank you for subscribing, everyone. And please don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the little bell to notify you. You can also go to Subscribestar to support us, and you'll see more of Carrie the more you support us. That's that's the only incentive I can offer, Carrie. I, oh, so I don't have to go do grueling. So you don't have to go to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Update on, I know everyone's dying to know about my plumbing problems. <laughs> anyway, they're still ongoing. It's a, it's an ongoing problem. It's not a plumbing problem, it turns out. This one is an AC problem. I think it's a curiosity problem, but that's a separate problem. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, there's water coming from my ceiling. I won't bother to investigate. I'll just sit around. I turned for- the water main off. <laughs> I figured it was the pipe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I can't save you. No I one, no one- like, it's an old house, but seriously, for the last three days, because I thought it was the water, I was living like an 1800s house. Like I had collected water in jars to like bathe and brush my teeth with. I was doing all that without having to do that because not realizing it wasn't a water problem. Right. Carrie, what do you want to talk about today? I, we, I know you've been dying to talk about the uh, fad trend amongst oh, kids happening. So gross. I think you showed me this. You're the one that I didn't see this until you showed me. And well, it's continuing right now, right? Oh, although let me tell you one update on my that I saw yesterday is that one of these kids who are doing this thing is here in San Antonio and the cops found her and arrested her. Yeah, the Bluebell girl has been arrested, but can, people are continuing to do it. Before we keep talking about it, though, let's let people see what it is. Um, and this, let's see, I, I'll, I will put up Tucker Carlson's video of it because he's got a nice compilation. So you can just ignore the one half of the screen where Tucker's making a face of incredulity the entire time. But it's a good, uh, it's a good, Compilation of of what's what this new trend. No, no, leaky, leaky. Oh, you foul! Put it back! Put it back! Put it back! Put it back! Oh, you you are holding. So that's happening. This is so disgusting. People are so gross. So, yeah, just for those who are listening, the video is of the first video is the most kind of famous viral one. And that's of a girl in a supermarket who takes out a tub of ice cream from the freezer, pulls the top off, licks the tub, or Lena licks the top of the ice cream, puts the lid back on and puts it back in the freezer. And then there's a few more videos of people doing things like unscrewing caps and drinking a little bit and then like spitting back into it. Uh, super gross stuff like that. And that's become a trend. There's more, this has continued. Like, like Carrie said, this, this woman was caught and arrested, but it's, it's a fad. It's an interesting cultural trend. And uh, I don't know, Carrie, what are your 
thoughts on this trend? Well, I'm, I've got a, an immediate gut reaction to it, which is it makes me, it makes me nauseated. But I, it makes me nauseated, not just because of the physical, not just because of the contamination issues and whatever. No, it makes me nauseated because it's like a man, I, it's like a manifestation of so much of what's wrong with our society. But what is wrong with these kids? Yeah, it is. It's it's a. Uh, this is just a. This is how nihilism works. We've got. I don't know. We have, we've got this society where that we've built all these wonderful things where kids have iPhones and access to ice cream in stores. And, but we built this on a culture where it's relatively high trust because we all followed the same rules. And so we don't have to keep the ice cream under lock and key or have special things on it to make sure no one's tampered with it. Cause people don't do that. You're expected to participate by following the rules in society and respecting your your fellow people and one of the ways to respect fellow patrons in the store is to obviously not contaminate this stuff and there's this uh it is childlike but i find that rude to children but there's this kind of resentment it's biting the hand that feeds you you're part of this beautiful society and system yeah there's a lot of problems with it but your standard of living if you're able to pick up that bluebell ice cream at a store, your standard of living is already higher than most of the world's. And it's thanks to this society that you live in that has built all this, the, you know, infrastructure to bring the ice cream to you and, and invented things and built businesses and taken risks and done all this stuff. And all that we ask of you to be a part of the society is that you behave according to certain pretty reasonable social norms, which is, which involves not contaminating other people's food. And it's not like the thing that bothers me more. So I've heard it compared to like the Tylenol poisoning story where I don't know if you remember, this was a big deal. I think it was in the eighties when someone was like putting cyanide and Tylenol, they were going to the stores and yeah. opening. it prompted, uh, I think a lot more the safety packaging and stuff. And it was a big deal. That was like, that was one person doing something deranged and that I almost feel like you kind of, you can control for it a little bit, but there's always going to be in any society, there's sometimes nut jobs who will go do crazy things, but that's not what this is. This is regular kids, a whole bunch of them thinking it's funny to go, to go do this. And obviously it's not cyanide in the ice cream, but it's, it's a different, there's two different elements here that are missing from the Tylenol nut job. Yes, you're right. It's a social thing. Lots of people are doing it and it's, uh, and it's filmed. It's a voyeuristic. You're watching people do this and yep. getting inspired to do it. It's, it's look, I, I, I jotted down a bunch of adjectives that come to mind cause I it's, I'm having trouble explaining why this bothers me so much, but yes, it's what you're saying. It's like nihilistic. It's ungrateful. It's like resentful and arrogant and, and entitled entitled ungrateful entitled arrogant narcissistic nihilistic all of those things wrapped up in one it's it's everything that's wrong with 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 i don't know this this new kind of culture that we've created this world that we're in that's unexamined sometimes i feel like we're we're almost performing a science experiment on younger generations 
it's almost like, well, let's see how people are going to turn out growing up in, with, all, with, with these little devices attached to us at all times. And, you know, I think the devices play a role, obviously, Carrie, but I, I don't think we can totally blame the devices because um, that's, there's also needs to be some lack of teaching morals, either from parents or, you know, society at large, whatever. There's also a culture of why would you, why would you do this, right? There's lots of ways to get attention on social media. Why is this the way? And why is it cool? And why do they think it's funny? They're laughing. They think it's funny. Um, This is the way because it's, it's a, okay. So just like school shooters, they're, that that's nihilism. They want to kill themselves, but they also want to take as many people out with them as possible. It's not just suicidal, it's homicidal because they're showing you how very little they value being. Now, some yes. of, Jordan Peterson has written about this some uh, in his book. And uh, I went down a rabbit hole years ago where I, I read and watched all the Columbine shooter stuff, like read all the di- diaries and everything. And, and, and I absolutely agree with what he wrote about it. It's this, it's this uh, uh, feeling that you resent being alive, but you also want to show everyone how little you value life. It's, it's not, not just your own, that the whole concept of being alive is worthless. And there's some, I, I know this is a great jump. Just bear, bear with me. That's homicide. Yeah. Okay. But there's, there's an element of that kind of nihilism. That's what I mean with nihilism. Nothing matters. Uh, I've, I've, I value myself so little that I'm willing to put myself on camera doing this because I don't think this even matters. And I don't think any of you people who are going to eat this nasty contaminated ice cream matter. It's like, and I want to show you, I want to show you on camera how little I think any of you matter by doing this. That's yeah, what I, I get from I, it. I don't think you're being hyperbolic. I think that's exactly what it is. And I think it's, I think the thing that maybe is bothering, at least bothers me is that they're going after they're going after something that we don't name but is foundational to civilized society which is that we have a modicum of respect for people we don't know uh, and there's yes. there's benevolence there's this this generalized benevolence for treating people with respect even though we we don't know them yes and she's and it's not something we talk about it's not something that's codified into law it's just a part of our culture and they're they're going after that part of our culture directly they're saying we don't have the fundamental respect for other individuals that is necessary to build a civilized society yes. we don't have any of those traits that you like we are untamable right we we will we we thumb our nose at you and the foundations of, of your society. And I know that that's like you said, it sounds hyperbolic, but that's what it is. It's a, it's a nod to that nihilism of really attacking the fundamental culture. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I absolutely agree with you. That's why so, so deeply, I think it, it's, I find it revolting because it's not, it's not just the, Here's someone who contaminated. It's not like the Tylenol thing, you know. Someone who contaminated something. It's it's more about what culturally this says, and yeah. and about about where culture is heading and where ideology is heading and where the younger. I don't know. It just it bothers me. I think I think yeah. you've done a good job of articulating that. There's another thing we want to talk about, which I didn't know 
Carrie, and this happened right in San Francisco over the weekend. I was doing other things and didn't notice this happened, but one of our Twitter followers, um, actually a, a guy that uh, was one of our first followers that I've, I've met, actually, nice guy, he let us know, hey, have you paid attention to this or said you might be interested in this? This is, so your favorite, uh, what's his name? Tashid, oh, crap, I forget his name. He's one of your favorite. Oh, uh, I don't talk about him that much, but yeah, he's a professional SJW race baiter. Yep. He, he tweeted this out. He accused this guy of being racist and he made a big deal about this. And let's watch this video. This happened in San Francisco just a few days ago. Friend on the call box and have them come down. You don't have to do that. You could just walk away. I'm going to call the police. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Call the police. Remember that uh, I remember this exactly happening when I used to live in my own condo and then people used to call the police all the time. Sir, I'll hold the door here for you. While that you is call okay. Your Nobody's asking you to hold the door. You can do whatever you want. But I'm recording you right now and you're going to be the next person. Look at this. You don't need to threaten me. You just need I'm to not threatening you. You are. I'm not threatening you. You're going to be the next person. Why? You're just going to be the next person on TV. Just remember that. And you have your son with you. That's why I asked you if that's your son. It's better. I'll re I will delete this. Yeah, there's a trespasser in my building. Oh. Uh, Listen to your son. Daddy, go. It's the better. I, I agree with him, Daddy. It's the better. Let's go. Please, I don't like it. I don't like it. Daddy, I don't like this. I tailgated to the door. Appears to be African American. Thirty-five, software engineer. Polo shirt and a Yankees cap. All good. All good. Software engineer, brother. Pink polo shirt. Yeah. And tennis shoes, jeans. Yeah. You have to be here for when they call. He's filming me and refusing to and saying I'm going to be the next person on TV. Yes, sir. You don't remember this? The girl that was like told. My he's sister. married. Wow. You know that's illegal now, right? Five ten. <laughs> yeah, that's that's illegal to call call cops he on African Americans. He said he's waiting for a friend, and I asked yes. him to dial on the call box, and he said he would not. So I have no way to know if his friend is actually here. Yeah, so I'm here to just rob whatever, what, I'm a mailbox? You, I'm just asking you for your friend's name. I don't give a fuck. I don't have to tell you shit. So that's only the first part of the video, Carrie. Um, yeah, so the friend shows up. And then the little kid says, Daddy, look, you know, look what you got us into. I told you, Daddy. And it pretty much ends. Um, so there's nothing else really interesting. And the guy, sorry, I, I meant, I mispronounced his name. It's uh, Tariq Nasheed is the guy who I was thinking mm. of who posted this. And Tariq says, this is his, I'm going to read his tweet. Another anti-black racist in the Bay Area was filmed while he made a fraudulent 9-11 call on an innocent black man who was standing outside of a building waiting on his friends to come down. This anti-black racist's name is allegedly Christopher Kakur, and he works for YouTube. 
Well, and then that was picked up by other SJWs. And of course it went huge. And I saw it on a friend's page. People were encouraging, people were like, go do your thing, Twitter, you know, dox this guy, blah, blah, blah. Um, so for those of you who are listening, uh, basically what you're seeing in the video, I think you can hear most of this. There's a guy with his kid. Uh, the guy looks like he's Caucasian, although he, he could just be light skinned something else. I don't know or care. The guy's standing there. Um, He's actually kind of holding the door open. So he was on his way out of the building and he was, uh, he opened the door, walked out of the building and then held it open because he held it open to have this conversation because as he opened the door, this other guy came in the building. He was waiting outside. He didn't fob in. He didn't use a key. He just, as this guy was exiting, this other guy walked in while the door was open. So he stopped and basically we don't have the very beginning of the video but he stopped and basically confronted this guy and said hey you know who are you here to see whatever trying to make sure that he's not just coming in and obviously you heard the the conversation back and forth between them and the kid saying no daddy you know i agree with him can we just go and the the guy who was uh filming was the guy that was trying to get in the building so he's filming from the perspective of he's a little bit more in the building than than the guy making the phone call to the police. And so, and as Carrie mentioned then, uh, the part we didn't see, the guy's friend actually comes and, and it turns out the guy was waiting for a friend and it was all fine. But, but he nevertheless obviously posted this video online and tried to make this guy out to be a racist. So the thing about these videos is that they don't, we don't know anything about this guy's motivations. We don't know that he's, this is anything to do about race unless he, he tells us it's about race and there's nothing in the video that indicates it's about race. But I we all, about race. What? I guarantee it's not about race. Well, I can't guarantee that because I don't know. But the point is, it's, there's nothing in the video that would, that would say, that, that would give us an indication or a clue that it's about race. There's no racist term thrown out. There's nothing, it, there's nothing about race there that being said. The only thing is, it's become a trend now to record these things uh, and to automatically assume in everyday life, if anything happens that you don't like and you're a person of color, then it's because of race. And the same thing with being a woman. I've, I've, it's become just common now to say, well, that, this thing happened. This person cut me off you know, at the gas station and jumped in before me or what, whatever the thing is that happens. That's just a frustration of living in a society. We're going to brush up against people and come into conflict once in a while to automatically make that jump and say, this is about my race or my sex or whatever other group I'm in. That's, we used to, I feel like we used to be, have be a little bit more rational about these things. And now we just automatically go there. And if you look in the comments, this has been reposted several times on YouTube. And of course you and on Twitter, you're going to see just tons of people automatically making that jump. They've been, we've just been conditioned to do that now and calling this guy a racist with knowing nothing about him or his history. Did you see the article about? Yeah. So his yeah. dad? The Nuance Bro did a really good video about this where he talks about all this stuff and he makes some really good points. So I think we should link to it below um, just if you want to know the, the history and the backstory and also the facts. But I, I want to point out a few things. And Nuance Bro, uh, I guess, grew up in San Francisco, so knows this as well. And he actually cited some statistics about this. 
first of all, uh, when you were in a, an apartment like that, where there's shared common space, generally it's a rule that you make sure that people don't tailgate in. That's a general community rule for those buildings. When someone comes in and they didn't get buzzed in or they didn't use their key, you stop them and you say, whoa, 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 are you here to see someone? Who are you here to see? Can you buzz them? Blah, blah, blah. That's normal behavior. In fact, that is responsible citizen behavior. That is kind, compassionate to your neighbor's behavior. That's the way that man acted in the way he should act. He was doing the right thing. He was doing exactly what you want your neighbor to do. And as Nuance Bro pointed out, in the Bay Area especially, although I'm sure this happens everywhere, but in San Francisco, it's the number one city for uh, Googling the phrase, Amazon package stolen. People steal shit from apartment buildings all the time. Oh, I was going to say, well, LA... Time. In Los Angeles, I, in my condo, same thing. We had a we had a buzz-in system, and we had a package. We had a, uh, a package thief who wasn't just hitting our building, but who it was. A, they had video footage. It was two of them, but they were hitting just multiple buildings, and it was easy. They just buzz until somebody lets them in without asking who they are, or whatever. Right. They get in, and then they just come and steal packages and. Right. So this is, not only is it a problem everywhere, it is particularly a problem in San Francisco. And this is the way that he is asked to behave generally in his building. That is the way that you're supposed to behave. You're not, nothing to do with race. You tailgate in, you get stopped. That's, this is, the society we want is full of the guys being filmed. That's the society we want. Not the guy the asshole racist jerk was the guy filming. Because the guy filming, instead of saying, so I've tailgated in before, meeting a friend, just like that guy. Did I get all pissed off and whip out my phone and be like, fuck you for asking me where I'm going and it's none of your business? No, I said, I'm going to see so-and-so in apartment 3A or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. okay, go ahead. Because I understand. I understand what the process is. I want to be part of polite society. I get it. He's protecting his neighbors. That's what he's doing. And he doesn't know who the fuck I am. It doesn't matter the color of my skin. It's that I'm an unknown. He did exactly what you want your neighbor to do. Exactly. And he did it despite, despite knowing that this racist shithead was filming him and was going to try and destroy his life online. He did it anyway. He did it despite his kid. Now, his kid was afraid. I get it. But his kid's afraid of likely the, the awkwardness in the social situation. Kids don't like that kind of confrontation. It's scary. It's weird. Like, who knows? The kid probably goes to school in San Francisco and he's been indoctrinated into social justice ideology. So he maybe even gets more viscerally than the dad does that. Scared. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Get confront a black guy, Dad. What are you doing? This is yeah. I, I picked up on that too. I actually, but I do. I do. We might disagree on this. I do feel like the kid was breaking my heart. Like he, he. I, I, I would have probably done the same thing. But it, when it, I don't know. I think he. I think he maybe should have weighed things a little more when the kid got uncomfortable and the kid is now on camera. You're letting your kid be filmed. You know, like I might have been like, it's not worth it this time. This guy's acting like a douche. I'm gonna step away. I can still call from over here. 
and not have this interaction with this guy and I can take my kid out of this situation. He might, yeah, he might have been able to walk away and call from a place where he couldn't be filmed. That might have been better. But that, that wouldn't be morally, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't make that moral judgment on him. It would have been tactically wiser. <laughs> but, you know, I, the other thing that the Nuance Bro video points out, Carrie, and you alluded to it before. So this guy, uh, the guy making the phone call, Chris, there's actually a backstory. His father was killed, bludgeoned to death. Um, by a stranger who came onto his property and his father called the police and they didn't get there in time. They didn't respond in time. And his father died of his injuries. And this happened, I don't know, what was it? Six years ago or seven years ago, something like that. And so that's this guy's backstory. And yes, the assailant who killed his dad was also black, but that doesn't mean that he was acting on racial, across racial lines. My, the point is, this guy knows that very well. Strangers can be dangerous. They can kill you. They can, at the very least, steal your Amazon packages. I doubt this guy felt that the guy coming in was a, a violent threat because he wouldn't have stayed there with his kid. He probably just thought, well, it's my duty to make sure this isn't a package stealer. Maybe, we had, maybe they had packages stolen recently. That, it, like I said, it happens all the time. So if you're one of the people virtue signaling about this and, and calling this guy racist, you're the racist. You're the problem with society. If, if you're the person sharing this, saying this guy's racist, you're the problem with society. This guy is how we should behave. And the, and the guy filming him, the black guy, I, I, partly I feel bad for him. I mean, he's a douche, but partly I feel bad because he, he has been taught that every interaction with a person of another race is about race. And he, he, he got ultra defensive and created a huge brouhaha about something that he should not have because he didn't have the self-awareness to realize, hey, it's not about my race. It's just that I'm a stranger in the apartment building and I, I should just respond politely. So he's been trained to be uh, a narcissistic douchebag and he's he's the problem i wouldn't go so far as to say the guy who called the cops is how we should behave i mean he he has well i know you just did i'm saying i wouldn't say that <laughs> so Why that's not? me because like i said he came off kind of a prick too like a prick too like he could have walked away with his kid i wouldn't have put my kid on camera if i had to get like i wouldn't have done that so but in terms of asking someone about like what who, what building are you going up to before you hold the door or whatever, yes, sure, that is exactly that is exactly what should be expected. I agree. And I'm just did. saying. I know. I'm saying, but in the video, he did more than that too. So what would you do if the guy said, "I'm not telling you"? I don't know, but I, I I'm just saying to you, I'm not looking at this guy's behavior in the video and saying this is how we should all behave. I know, and I'm asking you why not. What, where did he go wrong? I told you, because I don't think he should have kept escalating it with the kid there being filmed. I think he should have taken his kid out of that situation sooner. Okay, okay, but that's a minor. That's how he, he, he behaved properly towards the guy filming. He just didn't behave as a proper dad. by pretending. Correct. Okay, that's fair. That's a nuance. That's a nuance. Yeah, but 
as far as the guy getting in the building, this is what this is what you should expect. You should you should have the cops called on you if you're going to say, "Screw you, I'm getting into the building," and there's nothing you can do about it. And I'm not telling you, I'm not giving you any information to suggest that I'm anything other than someone with bad intentions. So, also, this is just me, but sorry, I ate something. Um, it seems like the guy filming could pot sounded he sounded drunk to me. Um, I know there are some conditions you can have that make you sound that make you talk and sound drunk when you're not drunk, but it's just an aside I can't possibly know. But you know, if you see not only do you see someone coming in and they're they're not telling you who they're going to see, but they seem a little off. Like at, the more I listen to that video, the more I'm like, he sounds like he's had a few. I mean, even just a couple. I don't know. I don't know. But I said to you earlier, Carrie, I think this is kind of related to the ice cream licking story in that um, this kind of, it's kind of the flip side of this, the other side of the coin. So we expect people to have general benevolence and respect for strangers and people they don't know in the store by not licking ice cream. The flip side is we expect people to look out for their community and do simple things like double check that someone is who they say they are, that they should be in the building. We expect that kind of, that's, that's also living in a polite society. I don't want my neighbors letting in everyone who tailgates or whatever. I, I, don't, I don't want that. That's not, the, that's not the building I want to live in. No one wants to live in a building like that, including probably the guy filming. So it's, the, it's that um, I'm going to take something that uh, uh, a behavior that polite civilized society relies on that's not codified in law, it's just cultural. And I'm going to attack that by calling you a racist for, for doing the thing that keeps society functioning. Interesting. Um, well, I think we should wrap this up. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Please hit subscribe if you haven't already and share. And we'll see you tomorrow.